So when you, when you realize that, okay, you've built your substance off what's in between your legs, let me explain something to y'all. That witness of mass destruction, that is a benefit. So queens, ladies, sisters, women, whatever you want to call, females, whatever you want to be called, stop depending on that to get you what you want. It's only going to keep leading in heartbreak because a man that wants to marry you is already going to be like, listen, I'm interested in that anyway, but let's see if I can depend on you as a partner throughout all of it because we already know me and going forever and we will forever want that. But at the same time, we can only we can only accept what y'all give us. So stop giving it out and getting mad when they accept it and going back their way and keep standing up to their boundaries and we don't follow the boundaries saying, listen, we can do that, but I ain't finna be, I ain't ready for no relationship. What's the first thing y'all think? Oh, you might not want a relationship until I put this pussy on you. Then you're gonna change your mind. Listen, listen. I just want to make sure this is on. It's on. It's not going. It's, it's not going to work. Listen to me and listen to me well. We're going to enjoy the tricks, you, you man. You're going to sit. You're going to jump off the ceiling fan on it. I'm talking. About you can jump off the dresser or split. Ooh, that's a good time. And then he's going to get up and be like, "I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go." What you mean, stay? No, I'm going to go. And, and not mad at him. Now he a dog and he all of this and he that because he didn't fall for your little underhanded trick that you tried to get him in the first place. And he told you, I don't want a relationship. Hey, if you want to smash, it's cool. I'm going to accept it. If you give it to me, I'm going to accept it. But I ain't finna change my mind. And you just swear because you've been told since you was a little girl, you got the most powerful thing on earth. That thing ain't powerful and ain't no connection to it. It's just sex. I said, how did you wake up this morning? <laughs> What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's neural linguistic programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? <laughs> All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right. I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, <laughs> will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me rika and of course i will put my name in the show notes all right that's it i'm your host rika and let's get into the episode this is single you the podcast
So today's conversation is, uh, I have another man this week. I'm excited, okay? Uh, his name is Christopher. We're going to go ahead and call him Man Code because I know he mean like, this girl be calling me by my government name. Yes, I do. Uh, so his name is Christopher. I want to bring him up to the platform. And you said that it was okay for me to call you Christopher during this conversation, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's already done. I mean, you've already done it like three times, including just a few seconds ago. So it is what it is. You didn't gave out the government. So it is what it is. Like man code, like oh, that's your TikTok name. Like I want to call you by your real name. Right, 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 right. It is what it is. We okay? I'm okay. Right, right. But his name is Man Code on TikTok. So um, throughout this conversation, if you're like, yo, this is a dude I need to be following, uh, go ahead and find him on TikTok. You can also DM me to ask me where the TikTok is if you can't find it. And you know, I'll also put it in the show notes here on the podcast. Okay, so. Man Code 101 Radio, Chris, this is how we met. So one day I was perusing through TikTok, <laughs> these TikTok streets, and my For You page, because of the things that I say, because of the things that I follow, because you know how the al algorithm works. Uh, here comes Chris, this black man popped up on my screen saying something about relationships, men, women, religion, that I was like, yo, let me, okay, let me peep him. Let me follow him. And I followed you for a little bit before I even asked you to be on the podcast because I'd be vetting dudes, okay? <laughs> and I had to make sure you were not a man who believes in this, a lot of the BS, like for example, women over 35, they ain't never gonna find a husband and they are gonna die single. I don't like that rhetoric. And I always wanna bring men on my platform uh, who think uh -huh. like me, we don't have to agree on everything, but. I want a man who's speaking life into women. I want a man on my platform who we can look up to and be like, okay, so what I actually want is out there. So anyway, I say that all to say, Chris. Absolutely. Yeah, welcome to my podcast, man. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you for having me on. Like, real talk. Yeah. Appreciate you for having me in here. So. so I know you've been following me on TikTok, too. Were you like, who is this girl? Like, what is, who, what's happening? No, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you my side of that. No, when I followed you, I... You know, when you come out of your live and you see that people have followed you back. So I always go tend to go straight to their pages. I don't care how big my numbers have gotten. I go straight to your page to see what what am I following? Because, you know, people tend to follow you because they hate you and try to disrupt what you're doing. So, hey, just follow me back. I don't just that's why you see my number, my follow numbers are low because I just don't follow people back. But when I got to the point of your um your content was the things that captured me were you were saying some of the things that I wish that women would know. And it's like, it's taking all of the, the delusion out of y'all side of it. You're like, listen, no, absolutely not. So it made, it made me sit there and look. I said, okay, she's telling it like it is, but it's not coming from a place with, with hatred in her heart or I can't stand women. It's like, y'all really got to wake up. And so, it was kind of like the same thing. I'm like, okay, she's saying some of the things that I that I wish I would have said. So I was like, well, let, me hit, let me hit that follow button. And then, next thing you know, we got a uh, message and it wasn't nothing, no crazy stuff in the DM. It was like, hey, it was all respect because it was like, I respect your content. You respect mine. Hey, we should do a show together. Fine. You said, hey, I have a podcast. I'm like, absolutely. I'm in. Because I, I watched enough of your content and it started coming down my FYP. I would literally stop. And make sure I watch the entire video. And I was like, yeah. So when you asked, it was a no-brainer. 
No brainer. Absolutely. I love that. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Um, if you listening right now have been listening to Single You, the podcast for a while, you always know the first question. Okay. So the first question that I always ask, and I'll ask you, Chris, oh. is did anyone ever have a conversation with you about what makes like a healthy relationship versus unhealthy? No, absolutely not. Um, and that's part of the problem. I think that we're having just in the uh, black community too, because we don't have those conversations because it, it, it hurts our feelings to we too worried about our feelings to have those conversations. Now it would have stopped me. We, we have, uh, let me put it this way. We have normalized dysfunction in relationships, whether it be uh, romantic, whether it be family ties or blood ties, we have normalized um, being toxic and being dysfunctional sweeping things under the rug and we don't sit our children down to say hey this is how you have a healthy relationship because we didn't have we didn't have the examples of that so how am i expect you to show me something that you never saw yourself and it's just it became that's how stuff becomes a generational curse because one generation does not set it up the proper way the founding generation doesn't set it up and then it only gets worse down the line until somebody stands in the gap and breaks that so no i was not I was not shown or told what a healthy relationship was. I just had to kind of fly by the seat of my pants on the situation. Right. And I know that got you in some trouble and we will get into that here in a few minutes. Following up with that, I love how you said like in the black community, we don't like to hurt each other's feelings. So therefore we don't tell the truth. I also think that we Christianize <laughs> oh a lot of things as well. And we speak Christianese Pray for your Boaz. I will give you the desires of your heart, but we don't actually go deeper into what things right. mean. And I see you smiling because I know you grew up in the church like me as well, which for the most part, I would say about 80% of the people that I have on my podcast grew up in church because that's the woman I'm talking to. The woman of faith grew up in church and you are wounded by this Christian theology doctrine that is negative and wrong um, and it has hurt you. And so I'm here to help women unlearn that, unlearn the religion and actually grow a better understanding and relationship with God. So with that said, how did religion like affect you positively or negatively when it came to dating? We all, they, they love saying positively it, uh, I will say this, let me, let me start off, get, get the, uh, the good news first, positively. It stop you from going to or being in relationships with people you don't believe the same. I don't care what nobody says. If you do not have the same type of belief system, it is going to make you struggle because it starts. Your belief system is is part of your core person, your core human being, your um the core of your humanity. And if you cannot even agree or understand each other, because it's just like politics, you're going to disagree, and the, and and disagreements don't necessarily have to turn into arguments, but they will. Because you don't believe the same thing. Well, I don't believe that way. Well, I believe this way. And then it, it starts to separate. So positively, it stopped me from going and having bad relationships because it, it is a struggle. I'm not saying that you can't win and it doesn't work. But nine times out of ten, it it's not going to work, which we, we see that anyway in just regular relationships where they do have the same belief. But for me, that affected me positively. Negatively, it made me judge people or judge some of the women that I wanted to talk to 
because of the fact of where she's not doing what or where I'm at. She ain't in the church. She ain't this. She ain't that. I can't mess with it. And and turns out it, it she turned out to be a good woman. Probably would have would have loved me better than I would have ever thought that I could be loved and accepted. But because I was had a religious mindset and was so stuck in it that I'm like, man, bump that. I'm not. No, we can't. We can't be together. If you're not gonna come this way, I can't be with you. Nah. So I I probably missed out on some good women on that. Uh, you know what? And I love that you said that because for women, uh, especially us growing up in the church, and I'll speak for just me, and I'm sure this is going to resonate to the woman that I'm talking to. We think like, you know, we say we want a God-fearing man, quote unquote. And we think that that means, okay, as long as he goes to church, that lets me know he's a quote unquote God-fearing man. When number one, we don't know what God-fearing even means. And number two, obviously going to church means nothing. It means nothing. So it's about his character and really watching him. And who is he? Because Maya Angelou says, when people show you who they are, believe them. So let me show you, let, let me let you show me who you are. And then I'll make a decision from there. Listen, with that being said, that's part of the rules. Like getting into, I'm probably, I feel like I might be jumping the gun here a bit, but that's no, part of the ahead. issue. That's part, that's part of the issue that women look for and they make it a standard that, well, he's got to be a God-fearing man. The same thing as they would say, well, he got to be a real man and you can't give me a definition of either one of them. You cannot give me a definition of either one of them because the depth is the information that you came from. You probably got it from a bitter auntie who's never kept a man or in a stable relationship. That's telling you what a real man would be. So, therefore, your information is incorrect. Because you're coming, you're approaching it. You're already out of bounds when you're approaching the, the man in the first place because you don't even know how to approach that situation properly. Well, I need a man. You, you're laying down a whole list of rules before you even have a general conversation. Let the conversation flow where it's going to flow and see if y'all even vibe in the energy match first. Then you can start possibly asking questions or saying, then this is my boundaries. What y'all tend to do in relationships that piss us guys off is we're just trying to talk to you from the beginning. And you saying, well, if you ain't this and you ain't that, you ain't God fan, man, you ain't in church. You're like, hold on, how you gonna put a fence up? And I just y'all was free a minute ago. Now you just built up a fence, and I just as soon as I can get in the fence, you build it up and you you trap me in the corner with these two pit bulls, and I can't move out of the corner until I answer these questions. Like, wait a minute, I didn't I didn't come in here. Okay, all right, so um fine shoot let's just go to it and so it it, st it tends to become it looks like a defense mechanism let me explain this to y'all to us it looks like a defense mechanism because you first got to say okay i'm for the ladies out right here if you ain't cool with this you can bounce and we like well guess what men don't like ultimatum so when you put us in conversation like that especially at the beginning and eh, we're gonna bounce we're gonna choose to bounce every single time when you can either marry me or leave i'm leaving yeah uh, Christopher, you are stepping on toes because you said bitter aunties. Okay. So and hey, here's I seen it. I, listen, and exactly. And here's what I hear you saying, right? So when we're young, we're 10, 12, we start liking boys, what have you. Our aunties see us or the elders in the church and they tell us cliches without sitting us down and actually having a deeper conversation of why you feel that way. Because anybody Absolutely. giving you advice is coming from their lens and in their experiences. So a lot of people hurt people 
because they're hurt and you hurt people by giving them bad advice about what a man needs to be, what kind of man and how you need to be as a woman or how you don't need to be and don't you ever and you better do this. And all of it is a lot of BS. Um, and again, filtered through the lens because they got hurt. And you know how, and it, ha and it happens especially when you're speaking to the older aunties and the elders of the church who haven't done their own studying or their own healing. So they just pass it on drama to you. And it makes no sense when we get out in these streets. And this is why we're out here in this cycle of dysfunction because they didn't teach us anything but dis dysfunction. Have you listened to um, uh, Kendrick Lamar's new album? And that's on we cry. Not yet. I'm gonna get around to it. I'm definitely gonna get around. It's not getting a lot of great reviews, maybe because you talk about too much real stuff, but it's not getting a lot of good reviews right now. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm gonna judge it for myself. Right, and I want you to, and it, it it is definitely a lot of real. And I'm not super creative in the music lane. Like I like music, but right. a lot of it goes over my head. But I will say this: we cry together. Go listen to that song, and that is exactly what the black community passes off as passes off as this is relationships and so i'll just tell you um kind of the cliff notes of what it is it's kendrick lamar and this girl doing nothing but arguing in a relationship talking about f you n word f you f you f you f you f you f you and then the last 20 seconds they oh gosh now we have to have sex and i love you so much and blah 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 and i'm like exactly so if this is relationships because Kendrick is holding a mirror up to us saying, is this what y'all want, right? If you get the message and you don't let it bypass you, this is what y'all want? Cause this is what y'all passing up, passing for as love. And I'm like, if this is relationships, I will never be in a relationship again. I'm cool. I don't want that. I don't want that. So when you, uh, again, you'll have to go listen to that, to that song. So what well, I want to write well, down. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say just just even though you're breaking that down, I have been told about that very song. I just haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. We have passed off the answer and to add to what you said just a few minutes ago, talking about the situation where the bitter aunties they tried to disguise it. That is that is undealt with and unresolved anger and hurt and hatred that they tried to disguise as advice. Air quotation fingers, advice. Sweetheart, you need to take this advice. No, you're training her to grow up to be a better woman. By the time she's 17, you didn't tell her how. This is how what you are supposed to approach. Like you, you put it out there in one of your TikTok videos that I literally felt like cabbage patching the entire time you was talking, like just dancing the whole thing. Because you said you have fumbled your boundaries, and then you get mad at men for hey, I'm gonna take full advantage of this. Hell. If you go, if you ain't even sturdy and stand, you know, gonna stand firm in what you believe in, I ain't going. Yes, I'm gonna run all over you. Absolutely. Yes, I am. I'm gonna take full advantage of it. And then guess what that does? That, that turns around and create a bitter woman now because she's like, wait a minute, all men are no, 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 no. You didn't take the proper time to stand firm on the boundary that you set. You didn't take the proper time to heal from that last relationship where they've been a a. a you no, know, six months or whatever, getting yourself together, because we all go by that stupid. I gotta say it like this: we all go by that stupid ass cliche. Only way to get over the next person is to get under the over the oh. last ones to get under the next one. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, uh. That you ain't doing a matching work. You're pouring gasoline on the fire when you do that, because now you just found a fresh new emotion to break. 
and another person that don't know anything about you. And it's like, okay, because what we what do we tend to do? And I see women do this a lot. So y'all can get mad at me, but I'm gonna tell y'all. I know I gotta tell y'all in the love. Y'all love saying about what the guy did, but you forgot when I talked about the bull in the china shop, you knew that sap sucker was a bull when you saw him. And you knew you had a lot of china inside the china shop that's very delicate. Bulls do not prance or tiptoe. They tap whatever they get to. They bucking, they kicking. That's a 2,000 pound animal with huge horns that's looking to wreck something. And you think, well, I can I can tame that, that bull. I can domesticate that bull. No, no. That, that cat is going to tear your ass up. And you're going to be mad and you're going to be hurt. And then now all of a sudden, no, 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 no. You chose that. You saw what it was, but you chose that. You got to take accountability. You chose that. Just saying. And that and that's the word. See, look, that the word accountability is my favorite word next to like fumbling your boundaries and intention, because that is something we don't do. So what you said there is we fumble our boundaries and then all we do is talk about how he treated us this way. But you taught him that because you had a boundary before you went into this relationship, because I'm a firm believer and we all do know what we want. We just don't know how to get it. And we don't have the audacity to believe that we can get it. So we'll go into a relationship saying, okay, so I know that I need this. I know that I need a guy who's vulnerable and can communicate well or whatever. But then we stay with the guy who is not doing that because we are so scared of being single. We have this like stronghold of, I'm afraid to die alone. I'm afraid to die single. And we, and that is the, um, the, the thought process, the theme that is going on throughout our life, which makes us fumble our boundaries and settle. And we are not honest with that. We are not honest. So before we move on to the, to the next question that I have for you, I just want to, um, cause I heard you say, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm jumping the gun on some of the topics because one of the things that I asked Chris, um, for you, who's listening is I was like, I want you to give me top five things you want us women to know when it comes to men in these dating streets. And one of the things you said is, uh, we don't even know what a real man is. And, and you hate that about, um, I hate using the word hate, but it is explain that part again. I just want you to explain that again. So we can get that as number one. What you mean as far as the, um, uh, when you real said, man situation? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, our older aunties are telling us, you know, this is what a real man is and what have you. When you, when, when you run across when you run across that when they say a real man women don't want a real man a lot of times but i should say some of these grown girls don't want a real man all the time because let me explain something to you when when you have by the definition of a real man it sounds so sexy come out your mouth but it's the dumbest thing you can say because you're not going to agree with what that man tell you. if if you're his life partner see that's we forget that marriage is a partnership so when you're a partner he is seeking your advice and if your advice is not sound on the situation he's seeking it for, he's going to do to make the best decision. And you're not going to like that because now you want to stomp and cry and mad and, and mope. And then you're going to use sexual abuse by withholding the sex because he didn't do it the way you want him to do it. So now I'm going to pull back on that. And then the real man, guess what he's going to do? He's still going to do, hey, I feel like this is the best decision for us. You might not like this decision, but this decision I'm going to make and we're going to go forward with it. This is a conversation we're going to sit down and we're going to have and a lot of times y'all you want to start an argument when he wants to talk a real man to do this how do you know 
Because if you ever had a real man in your life, I guarantee you he didn't stay. If you had one, he didn't stay. Because there's real men are not gonna put up with y'all. With, with there's certain things that men we will put up with because we just might find some some men like toxic women. They're gonna put up with the bullshit. They're gonna put up with the attitudes, the throwing, uh, the leaving and coming back. But uh, but uh, honestly, a lot of real men not gonna put up with that because the fact of we understand that is not healthy. That if we sit down and have a conversation with you, a real man gonna have a conversation with you. You cannot come to him with the woe is me crying and, and balling up in the fetal position on the end of the couch when he's talking to you, but then yet in turn, when it's your turn to say, oh, I got some on him. Now you finna weaponize your information. I don't care, real, fake, un, unintentional, whatever man you would think he gonna be. There, none of us are gonna stay in that type of situation right there. But real men try to stay and work it out. They're gonna be honest with you, whether you like it or not. If you gonna say, okay, give you another example. If you in the mirror and I love you very much and I'm going to tell you the truth. We talk to each other the truth. Don't stand in the mirror and you know that dress making you look fat and expect me to lie to you and say, hey, does this dress make me look fat? And I don't say, no, it don't make you look fat, but I, babe, I wouldn't wear that. What do you mean? Well, you ask me a question. And then guess what? So if I don't be a real man and tell you and I just let you go, then you go to the party and you look. And then you realize afterwards, why did you let me wear that dress? So it's a you put me in a lose-lose situation just in that one situation right there. How many men have gone through that? So we have we have gotten tired of being put in that situation, and you do not want the information that we're going to give you. So i just rather say, listen, I'd rather go and tell you now, that ain't cute. Don't wear that. That's, that don't look good on you. Don't wear that. Not tonight. You know, I've seen you, you've had better out, outfits or whatever. I'm not going to say you look downright fat. You look piggish in there. I'm not going to say that. I'm like, but that's not your best outfit, babe. Don't get mad at me when you ask me to tell you the truth because you know you don't want that answer. Real, a real man going to basically stand in his stand firm and what, and what he do, and then he just going to say it like that. It's not going to be out of hatred, but don't take it as the, as the sky is falling if we tell you the truth. Yeah, and I love that you said that you're not going to be like, oh, you look piggish or you look ugly or whatever because a lot of women, we're like, oh, I want a man who tells me the truth. That is a perfect example because of course we're going to be in our feelings. I'm not going to say it might, I'm not going to say that it might not trigger you or it might not whatever. However, if you want a man who's going to tell you the truth, I do want a man to be like, okay, let's baby, you know what? Let me go pick another outfit that I like better on you. You can say it like that. And you know what I mean? And it would land a lot softer. Um, okay. So I want to, oh my goodness. I love these conversations. Okay. I do want to get into the conversation about beta male versus alpha male. So if you're listening, that's what's coming up. But before we do that, I, we're going to get some history on Chris and your dating, um, your history, because. You said, um, I, you know, as my listener knows, she knows that I always send out a questionnaire for people to fill out. So I can kind of get your background in dating and, and what have you. Um, and when I asked you about your history in dating, you said that you had a tendency to have a savior complex. OK. And you were looking to help damage women because you felt that you could help. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Tell me a story. Tell me that story on how that got you in trouble, because I do know that you have a particular story about um, a woman that you've dated. And uh, it really was at your detriment and really pulled you down. So I would love to hear that story. Well, there was um, there's there's several of them. 
uh, I just recently found out in in the past year that that's what that situation was because I came on TikTok with the same <laughs> coming out with man code and the information the same way and I I got to say it uh, to lead that in y'all ain't as innocent as I thought you were so we'll get to that later but um yeah I got into a relationship um where I felt like I could be the best man for her at that point in time um. And when I got in a relationship with her, it was more or less. I didn't pay attention to a lot of the bad signs that was sitting there that was there that how selfish this woman was, how uh, egotistical she was, how um, self-centered the whole situation was. And I'm always a type of giving person anyway. So I will give outside of myself a lot of time to my detriment. And I would. When we got to dating, we it was almost like being high school sweethearts. When we got to dating, um, I turned around and got into that relationship, and and it would seem like everything that I would do that would be considered my love language, it wasn't shit. It wasn't about shit. It wasn't gonna ever be about nothing. It's because you're not doing it this way. There were times I would take my whole entire off day, and I and I was pretty much working six days a week. And my whole off day, I'm taking care of kids who are not mine, picking your kids up, taking them to school. I'm getting up out of my bed early on my off day to come all the way across town, pick your kids up to take them to a school that's even further across town. Then I, I can't really relax and enjoy my day because I got other stuff I got to do. And then I got to turn around and make sure I got to be there at a certain time to pick them up and bring them back. And it was like, you were supposed to do this. You're safe. You're helping me. You're supposed to do. No, I'm not. We're not married. Those are not my children. I do. I did it, for instance, as a situation to help you out. And it's like when I saw the issues and stuff that you were having, I acknowledged that I saw it and I came to the quote unquote rescue with it. But also at least seeking some type of recognition for me stepping over to that to no avail. To meet with the expectation instead of an appreciation to say you were supposed to do that. No, I really wasn't. Right. Right. And that's the woman who's saying, well, that's what a real man does. He's supposed to do real that. Man, right. Real man. OK, so real. So apparently you should have married a real man that, that, that could have taken care of his kids with no problem without you Ooh. putting it on me to do it. Ooh. That's not my responsibility. Now, those are my children. We share the last name and we got the same DNA by all means. But at the same time, I'm not responsible for taking care of them. I'm assisting you, but I'm not responsible for that. Right. And. That goes back to her fumbling her own boundaries. But then also you are being um, that is a uh, I love the assisting. And of course, you would want that in a relationship. But that woman, therefore, needs to be appreciative of that instead of right. saying, well, you supposed to do this. Supposed to. Wait a minute. I don't have to Hold do on. nothing in a relationship if I don't want to. I could be right. single. To be honest, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be in a relationship thinking this. I'm obligated to, and I'm supposed to. I should want to. The Bible does say outdo each other with love. So therefore, I get, I do this, and then you should be appreciative of that. And it should be a circular, a secular. What? What? What's the word? <laughs> um, uh, there should be reciprocity. There we go. Uh, right, 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 right. Instead it of should be, as they say, reciprocated. So it should be given back. Exactly. Let me let me add. Let me so, so let me show you another point where 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 men hate this, and I'm I'm gonna call you women out on this manip 
manipulation things that, that that's done in the same thing that I went through. I'm a very affectionate person. So if I'm in a relationship with you, it's almost like, I guess, because I grew up around women a lot. And I know women love touch. Got to test what that's that's a lot of y'all love languages touch. Maybe quality time other than but touch. It's like because notice that women like to put their toe on you, your elbow, your hair got them. You got to be on that. Some in the living room, some got to touch us right or wrong. Some got to touch us. OK, so uh, let me just put, let, let me just throw this out. there. <laughs> yes. For okay. me, I was a little different because I am my father's daughter and oh, my gosh. dad, except for with my mom, is not an emotional touchy Philly person. So I was very weird about that. Look, this is self-awareness. So, so <laughs> that's true. You, you got to know yourself. Right. Exactly. And I was very weird about that, which honestly did um, uh, breed a lot of dysfunction in my relationships because I unfortunately fumbled my boundaries a lot with insecure men. And so me not being a very touchy Philly person highlighted more of their insecurities. And so that's what we I don't want to say we fought about because Rika Janelle Robinson wouldn't appear yelling at nobody, but people love to yell at me. However, now that I'm, you know, five years removed from that relationship and those situations, um, I understand where that was a source of triggering and pain for a lot of men. And so now I am more touchy feely if I like you. Now, if I don't like you, then you'll know that because I definitely ain't going to be touching you. I ain't putting my toe on you. <laughs> I ain't laying my head on you. I don't want to hug. Know. I don't want none of that. So, yes, I agree with you that women do love that. But for me, it was a lot of, I had to work through a lot of that and figure out why I didn't. I was so closed off. And uh. it was just, oh, that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, but anyway, continue. You're very touchy feely. Go ahead. So, being that way, being that we were, you know, if, if I could even recruit my mother, because my mother didn't like her only because of the reason she would give me such a hard time when we were younger. Like she was always on me, bothering me. She pretty much almost bullied me because I'm very soft hearted. And I, I used to sit back and she would kind of almost downright bully me. But my mother was like, it's because she like you. She really like you. I'm like, OK, cool. So fast forward time, time goes on. Like I said, we started, we finally started dating and I was in our spare time. I would like to be in her personal space. So she was like, don't no man, don't no real man be under no woman like that. And so I'm, I'm sitting up there, I'm talking about, and it was like, huh? Don't no man be on no woman like that, man. Get off me, move. Mm, I don't like that. Give me my space. I'm like, oh, ain't this. Okay, so I wasn't okay, that cool. bad. Not bad, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I wasn't that bad. So, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, I bet. So I was just like, okay, bet. I'm the type of person like you ain't got to tell me twice on stuff. I said, okay, cool. You ain't gonna ever worry about me ever doing that again. No worries. You won't get that side of me. So I pulled all the way back. When I say I pulled back, I shut everything off. And this, this how I knew I started paying attention to the manipulation right then at that point. Is that now three months later. This what y'all. This is a lot of y'all women do, and we hate this. I'm telling you, we hate this. It's with everything in us. You turn around and then, oh, the only time you ever want to touch me is when you want some. You always you feeling on me when you want some, and and you immediately you gonna you gonna see us give you this look like, is you serious right now? Not are you? Is you serious right now? <laughs> uh huh. 
like, like, and, and we and we try not to say it. We were like, man, you three months ago I was doing this, and you, you know what? You're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do this. I'm not gonna play this game with you. I see. Okay, what, I see what me, this is. Right, right, right. Let me let me make sure um, I'm hearing you correctly, and so you can you can correct me if I'm wrong. So in this uh-huh. particular situation, you were being super touchy feely with this woman, and right. she told you a real man doesn't do that X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Three months later, you are still trying to maybe do that, and she shut you down with saying, "Man, you only touch me when you want to have sex." Is that correct? I wasn't touching her then? I follow. I follow where she 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 put that out there. Don't know me. Don't know man be under no woman like that. Oh, okay, cool. So when I pull back now, all of a sudden, all you only touch me when you want some. Yeah. So so it was like, well, when you touch me, that. Well, when you're not touching me, well, why you ain't touching me? How many times have we seen it on TikTok? The video with a dude slapping his girl on the butt walking by. Stop! Don't quit doing that. Then we get we finally get the message like, all right, she really don't like that. Well, let me quit. But what's wrong with you? You finna break up with me? And we and it dry. Um, we would just be about to pull our hair out. Like, make up your mind. That's how mm-hmm. we know y'all like that. We're not trying to. It's not that we always want sex, but it's like yeah. we so sick of the wishy washy. Either you do or you don't like it. Let's keep this standard and stay to it. Don't right. be switching right. when you feel like when you feel this this month and then next month you don't like that. No, and just don't like it all the time. I like it yeah. all the time. And let me, and let me just say this. Let me just say this, I, girl. <laughs> yes, I'm talking to you. I hope you hear him. Okay, when you don't know who you are and you are not self aware at all, you have no idea what you like and don't like. And when you are unhealed, you love to say. A real man X, Y, and Z, or a real man would do this. I wish for you and I pray for you and I have my platform because I want you to get out of this um, uh, paintbrush and every man with the experiences that you've had with other men, the bad experiences. And so you make it out that every man is the same, but then yet you want to be in a relationship. So now you're confusing people like Christopher when you are saying things like, well, I don't want you to touch me because, and you have whatever reason you have that you probably don't even know because it's on a subconscious level because you ain't done the work. And then when he doesn't touch you, it's not enough. Or when he does, because y'all may not have had sex in three weeks, you like, oh, you only touch me because you want to have sex. I, now he's, com- I'm confused and I'm not even with you. <laughs> Am I saying that correctly, Chris? Is that, is that, is that the message you want them to hear? absolutely it is because the thing the thing is that's unfair that's so unfair it's the inconsistency that that that, that I, as a man that i hate and you cannot blame it oh well i'm a woman man no no like no that's a that's a that's a capital no yeah you can't and they use the excuse well i'm a woman no no you're immature you're uh, right immature you're, right. you're, you're childish you're immature and you're a woman who is not self-aware. And so therefore you don't have self-management. Therefore you don't have social awareness. Therefore you don't nope. have relationship management. So you don't nope. even know how to manage a relationship that you say you want. Right. You're afraid of dying single because you don't want to be 35 and single. You say you want this relationship, but then you don't even know how to manage it because you haven't stopped that. Uh, you haven't started at the first pillar, which is self-awareness. So well, let, me, it, let me tell you like this too. Let me tell you like this, going back to the religion part. Here's what what another religion, what you just said, play a huge part in messing a lot of women up, why they get stuck in bad relationships. 
baby, your biological clock is ticking. How many mothers of the church have told them young women, baby, your biological clock is ticking. You need to, you need to get married and get your mama some babies. But you know the dude she fooling with ain't about nothing. You know that dude ain't about nothing. So guess what? You just put a spit because you the older mother and she has respect for you. Now you done dropped a seed of desperation in her spirit that God did not tell you to tell her that. That was your that was your emotion telling her that. And now she, you done ruined her life because she didn't got when I then got a baby early and then completely threw her life off track because you gave her riding advice. And, and calling yourself giving her spirit. Man, cut that out. Exactly. And putting that doubt and fear into her spirit when we're not supposed to have a spirit of fear. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. Right. And so the elders of the church. And let me just say this. Thank God. Nobody in my immediate family has ever said this to me. Thank God I have the parents that I have. I love them so much. But these are the things that unfortunately other people have said to me. I've seen it. And when I was younger, that in, that had a bigger influence on me than it should have, especially because I did not lean into, I didn't listen to my dad when he said, what you need to be focused on right now is your relationship with God. I wish that I would have focused on that in my 20s um, instead of having to learn the lesson and be 34 when I finally woke up and said, oh, okay, let me try this, okay? But anyway, so they throw those cliches and doubts at you. Your um, biological clock is ticking. The Ooh, that's religion- the worst one. Right, right, and the religiosity of—that's <laughs> a word of—and uh, the Christianese of God said, "Be fruitful and multiply." Um, the religiosity of um, uh, you better just pray for your husband, pray for your Boaz. Uh, the religiosity of—we talked about this on your TikTok live—where because you're a Christian woman, you automatically think that you are promised a husband. You are not. That is you not a not. promise in the Bible. It does not say nope. that. Okay. Nowhere. And everybody loves to, again, Christianese, throw the scripture out there. God will give you the desires of your heart. Okay, well, what's the scripture after that? Because you're not following that part for you to get the desires of your heart. So there's so much religiosity. <laughs> Am I making up a word? Y'all understand what I mean when we I say We're going to roll that? with it, though. We're going to roll with it. We're going to roll we with roll it, okay? With it. Um, you're, you're allowing cliches and regurgitation dictate how mm-hmm. you should be feeling and dating in these streets when God never said that check this out check this out now we keep talking about you i've I've heard you talk about this and i'm gonna elaborate on it more this is revelation knowledge so this ain't this ain't something you walk around teaching if you go look you said boaz find your boaz pray for your boaz your boaz your boaz no 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 sister she didn't go out there here's here's what's finna this here's what's finna convict y'all because what they're telling y'all is an error she went out and performed actions that the wisdom of her mother-in-law who she committed herself to to say hey this is how you get a husband is to do these things that a wife would do okay some of y'all ain't humble enough to uncover that man's feet and lay at his feet to keep his feet warm he wake up and see you down there when he laid on the threshing floor y'all ain't gonna do that y'all ain't gonna put on y'all that sad cloth and go go pick stuff right right and chris they're not gonna do it because they rely on the scripture that says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So you think that you sitting up in your house, you having an attitude when you out and about, you ain't smiling at these black men. You ain't waving. You ain't being graceful. You ain't, you ain't friendly at all. You ain't friendly at all because you just like, well, the Bible said he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So where he at? When you want to, you want a Boaz so bad. And what Chris said, you're not going to do what Ruth did to get the Boaz. 
That's why when I be out in these streets, I'm going to California for my birthday. I'll be waving, saying hi, hey, woo, woo, woo. So I can at least, because I do believe that we are to present, men are to pursue. On the last episode that I had with uh, Brian, we talked about how women should slow down, men should speed up. And his definition of that, I'm going to make you go back to the podcast and listen to that. I'll link it in the show notes. But I love that quote. Women should present, men should pursue. Because if I'm not, especially in 2022, when men don't know if they're allowed to say hi or you should smile or you're beautiful because a lot of them Well, don't call me a don't, don't, yeah, I don't have to smile for you. That is not cute, but you want a husband. I am confused. And so are people okay. like Okay, let, uh, let me let me let me feed, go on, keep going to that because that's good. You said that women should um, present, men should pursue. I agree. Okay, so here's what I mean by by boys. Um, the situation. Guess what happens? See, people forget. If you go read the story, we got to stop reading the story like this, Rika. We got to stop reading the, the script. It's like, oh, come on, cut that out. We need to read the scriptures as in. Let me bring this in lamest terms and say, okay, how does how can I look at this and break this down to as if it's today? She saw Boaz out there was like, ooh, how women do? Ooh, girl, who is that? So she went straight to Naomi. Hey, I saw this dude out here. She was like, oh, that's Boaz. Oh, by the way, wink, wink, he ain't married. He's not. No. Cool. Okay, so sweetheart, I know you. that's a good man, by the way. So here's how you get his attention. She wasn't going out there. It didn't tell her that you didn't see or hear her ripping her clothes up, have her cleavage out, thighs everywhere. You didn't see that. She went out there and she went out there and she worked. Did she not see Rico? You know this. Did she not go out there in that field, that field picking up the wheat and chaff? He was like, Who is this woman working this guy dang hard? I, don't, I ain't never seen her before. She kind of beautiful too, but I ain't never seen this one. But where did she come from? Okay, I'm intrigued because she working harder than anybody else out here. And then she she seemed like she's very humble. Okay, yeah, I see you. I see you, queen. Walks off. Next thing you know, I wake up. He wake up. Hey, listen. When he goes to sleep, she, the next day he tell her, listen. Naomi tells her, listen. This is what you need to do. You need to turn around and uncover his feet and sleep down. That that was a sign of humility. That was the fact that she was lower than him. It was the fact that okay. So since y'all want to talk about that too, let's bring this to another point. Every man that's walking around here beating his chest, Tom, something he want to be, he the man of the house, he this, he that. Okay, well, if you are alpha, then if everybody said Jesus was an alpha, this is why I say there's no alphas out there. There's never been one that existed except for one. And that was Jesus in his piety when he was basically the, the father in the spirit. When he was in the spirit realm, when he, but when he was physically, he was not an alpha. He was just a leader. So he watched his disciples' feet. The most humiliating and humbling thing a man can do is wash another man's feet. He washed 12 sets of feet. So he humbled himself as a leader right there to show that. Guess what she did? So that was a sign in that, that type of stuff of humility. So she uncovered his feet and lay down by them. Kept his feet warm with her body heat. He wake up. He was like, wait a minute. Why are my feet so warm? He looked down and see the same woman that he seen working so hard down there by his feet. He like, man, hold on. Wait a minute. Now she doing something I ain't never seen before. Wait a minute. Now I'm really intrigued. And guess what? She does. Other, I'm not going to stay too long on the story, but she does stuff among other things that caught this man attention where he said, listen, man, 
enough is enough. I'm finna wipe this chick up before somebody else get her. Yep, and he went to go ask for it because he had to ask his brother because he was a second. He guy. had to go ask for he's now he guess what she did. My point is that I was just about to get to that. She, she he then in turn because of her actions and when she did presenting herself, he then started pursuing the information to find out who is this woman because he still didn't know her name. She knew his name, but he did not know hers. He went and found out to her folks, hey, who did who hey Harpo, who this woman? <laughs> so when he when he turned around and he did that. He started inquiring. Guess what? It made him realize, wait a minute, man. Out of all these women in Israel, out of all these women I didn't encounter, and they know I'm single. I'm I'm a very, very wealthy person. I'm single. And I want to get married. Because if he didn't want to get married, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have thought twice about her. He would have let her do, oh, okay, you can do that. Cool, man. Get away from me. What you doing? I don't want no wife. He's like, I'm looking for one, but ain't nobody out here standing out. It ain't no woman out here that, that feel like that she weren't that she worthy of the riches that I got because a lot of them want the riches that I got, but they they ain't they ain't acting like they're not even acting like wife material. This chick is acting like a wife material. I'm like, man, I'm finna. And guess what? He ended up wifing up and they was happy. And guess what? Then bore Naomi a, a grandson. Yeah. So I do want to. So let me um, because you know me, I like solutions. I like tangible things. I, I like to make sure you're understanding. Uh, when we're talking uh, um, about these stories, right? Because when Chris is talking about Ruth and Boaz's story and what Ruth did presenting herself, Ruth knew exactly who she was. She knew exactly how she wanted to move. And it was evident in the fact that she told Naomi, forget my people, I'm coming with you. So she had integrity and she knew she had character and she knew exactly who she was, right? So she was able to, um, to uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, oh gosh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Discern, there we go, um, Naomi's advice and say, you know what, I can do that because I know who I am. So let me do this action and then see if it works, okay? So then therefore she presented herself. She wasn't out here asking everybody's advice. Well, what should I do? I don't know what to do. She was not confused at all. She had her eyes on somebody and she went for it. Boaz had his eyes on somebody and he went forward. So that is another, le that's a lesson in, another lesson in this story is uh, stop trying to make relationships work where you are not welcome. Stop trying to uh, make relationships work with a man who doesn't want to be a husband. Chris literally just said, Boaz wanted to be a husband. Find a man who wants to be a husband, who doesn't just want a wife, who ain't just looking for some tail, who ain't just looking for a woman. So you have to know who you are. Another point that I wanted to pull out, because you said, um, you know, it wasn't that Naomi told Ruth uh, to go, you know, get naked and take off your clothes and do the woo woo woo. I am not making fun of or uh, throwing anybody under the bus who decides to do that, right? But what I'm saying is it, you have to understand that the actions that you do is going to bring about, there is, um, there is a reaction to every action, right? So you doing things, um, taking off your clothes or what have you, maybe bringing the men to you that you do not want because that's what you're advertising. So that is why I say, I speak to women of faith, especially black women of faith, right? Because I know that you have a certain foundation in Christianity, you grew up in the church. And so now let's uh, dissect that. 
Let's help you unlearn a lot of bad Christian theology, dating theology, and help you relearn stuff. So if you are the woman who wants a quote unquote God-fearing man, there's certain actions and boundaries you have to have for yourself that is going to bring about that man. Because Boaz would have been like, who is this? I don't want her. She ain't working. She ain't got no integrity. I don't want none of this. But I bet you it still would have attracted another man. And the problem is we think that men coming in and out of our lives, in and out of our doorway, brings value to us, right? We get confused on like, oh, I got five men in my DMs. I got five men texting me. I got a roster. And we think that that means we're valuable. When it's like, nah, I only want to present myself to the man that I say that I want. So I'm going to hold myself accountable to the woman I want to be that is going to attract the man that I actually want. So with that, <laughs> let's move on, Chris. You got something to say because I'll see your face. <laughs> Listen. I mean, do we need to that, sit here? We sit here and breathe. When, let's let it breathe. Let's let it breathe. We can let that breathe. We can let that breathe because, but also we need to sit up because here's the thing. Here's something that you said that people got to understand. Just because OnlyFans ain't going to get it, sister. I'm not saying go get your boo-boo, go get your money. All you feel like you can go get it, but just beware. You are not going to find a gentleman in no in your OnlyFans list. You're not going to find a man that's going to hold the value of that. He's going to want what he see on what you're doing on that screen. Whatever you're doing, that's all he is going to want you for. We are very visual. Men are very visual creatures. That's what we're going to want you for. Again, so let me show you what I mean, the difference. Y'all saw what Ruth did. Ruth gave him a visual of what a wife would do. I'd be willing to work. I'd be willing to humble myself under your direction. I'd be willing to be there beside you. I'm willing to follow instructions when if they're valid and solid, I will follow them. She presented those things as a visual to him. This is what y'all got to understand. It wasn't all a physical thing. We're Yes, we are visual creatures, but that's not all necessarily your skin. That's not seeing cleavage all the time. It's seeing you do certain things that we will see a wife do. That's what we want. If we're trying to be a husband, then we want a wife. Some of these guys are trying to be called. They said they want to get married, but they want a hoe on the side. They just want to get married to some coochie they can get every day. That's all that is. You, 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 you're nothing more and you will be nothing less. They don't, they're not looking, a husband is looking for a partner. I'm looking for somebody that God can speak through. When I can't hear God a lot of times, please have her say something to me. Because obviously she is going to be your, I heard a man of God tell me one time, his wife is his wisdom. He seeks and do stuff. He turns and he talks to her and she be like, you know what? Maybe you should look at it like this. You know what, babe? I ain't even look at it like that. I'm glad you said that because I, I didn't look at it this way. I was so stone, so stone set in here. With tunnel vision, you help me see. Oh, wait a minute. I can't turn my head a little bit and see over there. Because, see, this is what you women got to understand. If you got a man running around here hollering all the time that he the head of the house, guess what? Guess what? Hold the head up? The neck. What gets all the blood, the oxygen, and all the information from the body to the head? The neck. Oh, by the way, have you ever got a crick in your neck? You can't turn your head for nothing. Until you were, guess what? If the neck is hurting, the head can't do nothing. The head can't move. The head cannot operate a turn in the proper way But until you get the neck straightened out. A lot of y'all got to understand how important y'all are as a neck. We need y'all. 
Oh yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment. And you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, (laughs) by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. (laughs) And he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, Of course, it was inspired by Beyonce. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.